Welcome to the Radically Aligned Show. I'm your host, Dieter Suriani. This is the show that covers topics of spirituality, love, relationships, impact, and everything in between. Welcome to the show where there is no filter and nothing is left off the table. And every episode is guaranteed to take you on a journey deep within yourself. Welcome to the Radically Aligned Show, and let's get this one started. All right. I'm so excited to be diving into this conversation with my girl, my sister from all the way from Australia. She is Alexis Hannigan. She's a dear friend of mine. We met years ago in a Kundalini class or something at a beach, and we've been connected ever since. And the reason why I'm having you on the show today, or the reason why I'm having this beautiful woman on the show is because she's badass. She shows up without a filter. She is un- Effing leashed into the world. And she's really a pillar of light showing up always when in a space of truth, self-expression and really creating a change in the world. And I love connecting with other leaders and people who are unstoppable and just in their truth all of the time. So Alexis, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. I love how you introduced me. I'm unleashed. (laughs) You are an unleashed woman. She cannot be leashed. I love it. My last podcast years ago was called Human Unleashed. And it's just like, this is what we do. This is what we are. So I would love to talk a little bit about like you're a Kundalini teacher. You've taught all over the world and you are here to bring truth, to awaken people to who they are. We do very similar work in different ways. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about what's arising within you today, within your experience, maybe not today, this week. What are you personally noticing within yourself and what are you noticing collectively we'll just we're just gonna go right in totally yeah well the pressure cooker is so intense isn't it there's so much pressure even if you're for for me and for everyone we're all in this one world connected together so even if you're just walking in the valley here I live on an awesome aboriginal valley where we do retreats or even if you're sitting on a beach, what I'm noticing is the pressure's there. We can't escape it. It's in the psyche, this pressure, because of what's happening. So I'm noticing a lot of people are, it's like we're getting separated from people who aren't willing to to unleash themselves and stand in their flame and in their truth, and the people that are not willing to do that and who are going down and who are taking antidepressants or whatever and getting crushed like you literally get crushed by this unprecedented pressure. So I'm noticing a lot of people who wouldn't normally even come into doing breath work and and and, uh, and mental health things, they're doing it because they're the wheat, they're the ones that are rising up because they've chosen, their soul's chosen, and then the other people are just going down. So there's a huge separation. And even in myself, I've just stepped up like never before. I don't know whether that was also because of I lost my teacher, Guru Jagat, passed very suddenly not long ago. And the the shock, it was like, I don't know if anyone can relate, you get so shocked and it's horrendous. But at the same time, if you've been training for this, like breathing, meditation, facing your demons, cracking yourself open, it cracks you it cracks you open more. So that's what happened to me. And it was literally like I was in this room and 
just won't go deeply into it, but she just had a basic foot injury. She just broke a foot. It was fine. We were chatting on Instagram 48 hours before and, um, and then boom, she's gone. And I literally was just like in, in shock. And I was looking out here at the sky and the sun was shining through and it just shocked me so much that I, it's like I had another spiritual awakening. It's like I could feel her. I, I was so connected to the truth of life that we never die. And so that's just what kind of happened to me, just this beautiful next level up of like, you know how everyone says you got to live, before, you got to die before you actually die. You got to live right. And people just, it's all cliches, but it's like actually, happened viscerally to me so perhaps this shock of what's happening globally is causing a lot of people that's what I'm seeing to either step up or you're going down and there's not really any middle road no I I I, first of all I I love what you're saying about your mentor with your experience I had a very experience a similar experience about eight months ago mentor friend same thing passed away suddenly and I was experiencing them on the other side. And I was like, wow, I really do feel like some masters that are at play, like some, some people who have evolved to a certain point, they actually are being called to go to the other side where they're more powerful. That's the insight that I got from my, one of my mentors and friends who passed away. And I was like, whoa, I get it because we are limited in these bodies. We are limited in the physical world, even though I'm all about being unleashed and and all of that. I I do believe that some people are going to the other side to do bigger work. I love how you say that. This is exactly what's happened. So she's taken her next position of support in the etheric realm. And Mm -hmm. I was also talking to an awesome woman, Tantra Gaukami, a great friend who knows her as well. She does similar work. And she's just like, yeah, babe. My, my creativity is completely unleashed. We're all, and then other teachers that I know, they've stepped up and it's like she had to, because she was holding, and you'll understand this, we're holding so much. When you step up, whether you're a mom and you've got three kids or, you know, you, you have a hundred beautiful students or whatever, you're just holding so much and it's very challenging to hold so much space. So perhaps, you know, a lot of people are saying that the pressure was just too much to even be in her physical body. This is what, and um, it was quite uncomfortable for her. Some people are saying, you know, to have thousands or perhaps millions of people tuning into her every day. And she's, her aura, her her soul is the the holding of that and, and all the energy is coming through her. As you know, when you talk probably now, like a lot of energy is coming through you and you're holding a space for so many people and it was on like the next level for her and her physical body couldn't hold that amount of pressure in her. So, so mm-hmm. she left the physical, but now because she's in the etheric, we can tune into her soul and subtle body and get even more support it's like we're even more connected to her in the subtle energy she's like we can't hug her physically however and this is this is so beautiful in a way it's it it was heart-wrenching it was heartbreaking it was it was me on the floor just yeah, it, like banging the floor, like, no, you can't take her. Like, what are we going to do? But then it's like if you get through that really, that grief and that really bad feelings, you 
it's like you say, you unleash yourself to rise through it and and you're even better. We're mm. even, it's like we're even, you know, I've, it like made me rise up like, you know, like the phoenix rising and then so many beautiful students are just coming into the, I, I had to go on Sanctuary TV because we were in lockdown at the moment here so we can't do any physical retreats here, which was the main thing I was focusing on. But through that heartbreak and that just grief and like, no, you can't shut my retreats down. Now it's like, it's it's amazing. We're online and we're doing classes every day and other people can from around the world and DJ will be speaking in that. So it's this interesting thing of like, right now we're surviving and we're thriving. It's 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 both. It's like one minute you feel like, you're in complete survival mode, you've been knocked to the floor, you know, perhaps you lost your business or you you thought you did or you lost someone physically. And then it allows us to thrive in ways that we've never experienced before. You know, the the dream that I know you you have and I have to to just go to be global, which we're doing and to to fully believe in ourselves and speak from and it's it's happening and it's for me it's happened through this pressure and this loss but then it's not a loss it's such a blessing Mm -hmm. I love that and it goes so beautifully into the conversation I really feel like the theme I was tuning into just before we jumped on here is this addiction. There's an addiction that I'm noticing and you're talking about. You can't really be in the middle. I really believe like that you can be in the middle as far as energetically respect, love, you know, education, all those things, but you have to choose where you're at. Who are you choosing to be? What are you choosing to believe? Are you willing to risk it all and trust in yourself enough to fully commit to who you're meant to be? And I think we're, we're talking the same thing. We're just using different language. It's like being fully in the fire, whatever that looks like moving up against ourselves, our resistance, moving to tears potentially, or whatever it is, the grief, the loss, whatever it is, but trusting and surrendering to something greater than ourselves. And then going beyond that, like what I'm really feeling right now, and I've noticed this a lot from conversations I've been having normally when I have someone on the phone or in community and they're like, you know, what's going on with me, D I'm ready to make a change. I have seen more than ever before people knowing exactly what's in their way, knowing that they can't do it anymore and everything else, and then choosing not to do the thing, not to take action because they haven't, as you were mentioning at the beginning of our conversation, they haven't strengthened the muscle. They haven't been through the fire enough in order to trust themselves and to go through it. So there is the separation, as you're saying, that's happening. It's like, you have to choose who you're choosing to be. What are you choosing to be? And it's like, you have to allow a part of you to die every single time that you're going to the next level of you in order to become who you're meant to be. So I'd love to just pass it over to you and, and, and see what you're noticing in that space as well. When I talk about the addiction to being stuck, the addiction to potentially being controlled, the addiction to, this is like in all areas of life. I'm not just talking about what's going on in the world right now. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about being boxed in. I'm talking about being the nice girl or the nice guy or following rules or whatever it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, if we if if we think about it, when we're at school, we're getting indoctrinated into someone who we're not. We're told to. It starts down back then, and it's like there's so much compression of falsehood and of you know we're born as the soul we're born as knowing what we like hey we want to do handstands in the back garden now that's what we like no we don't want to you know go to church or whatever <laughs> I never wanted to go to church when I was little I was always like hanging onto the bed and like they're like we've got to go to church and like I knew I didn't want to go into church and that was my intuition telling me not not that it's bad I, I love it as well but anyhow I'm just saying we know. And then years after years, we're told to, you know, be an accountant or whatever when, like, I, I studied commerce. I'm a wild yoga teacher. Like, <laughs> what, you know, that wasn't for me. Like, but I was trying to be successful. I was just like, how can I win? Like, how can I be good at something? And I didn't know, you know, myself at that time because it's all it's all like compressed or here, literally energetically. And as you do whatever practices you do, you start to peel away just like an onion. You start to get down. And, and finally, you what you're saying, it's I'm rewording it in my words, is you finally have some kind of clarity of who you are and you can get you've unpacked all this compressed bullshit that is making you you know do the actions that aren't you but you don't know you yet there's too much stuff in the way and then finally you can you can you you are connected to your soul you you have you have space and you have you have awareness for when because people don't even know they're in their neurosis. They don't even, a lot of us don't even, we're just in the, the muddy soup. We don't even know it. It's That's just our life for like two decades or three decades. And we can't see, there's no awareness. So for a lot of us, it's just like the neurosis is just so much, we can't even see it. And for an example, I do an addiction meditation nearly probably most most days been doing it for some years and a good example of how this meditation helps i can we can even go through it in in 1 minute here it's very very powerful how this meditation helps for an example is a student was doing it and she was saying you know oh i don't have any time i don't have enough time like a lot of people mm. and she was doing the meditation and after like a few months of doing it she started to say like, because she couldn't see the neurosis she's in and she didn't know that she was looking in the mirror for hours every day, obsessing, putting makeup, straightening her hair, criticizing, but she didn't know that she was even really doing that. That was just her life. It's just the neurosis is just in front of your face. You don't even know a different reality exists. And then she was just like, I've got a lot of time. And people were like, well, what's going on? What's changed? And then we realised she's not in front of the mirror for two hours to three hours, you know, in the morning, in the middle of the day, in the evening, doing more makeup, doing this, talking to herself, doing another hair thing. That behaviour had lifted off. And so just wanting to bring that awareness is 
where we're so in our stuff and we can't see us. And so when we apply an activity which which reprograms the neurons, it lifts it away and then we start to have space and awareness. Then we can see the crazy shit that we were doing before, but we didn't even know that that was <laughs> what was going on. And it's similar like the shock of losing Guru Jagat and then all of my neurosis in that time, because everyone has neurosis, had gone. And I remember sitting in absolute bliss and and loss and grief. It was this weird, like euphoric moment looking at the birds and the clouds, chanting a call. We chant a call when people die, it helps their soul go to the next level. And I'm just chanting. It was one of the most beautiful times in my life. I wish I didn't. I actually had to go down and have dinner with my boyfriend. I wish I didn't even do it. I wish I just sat there for 24 hours because it had lifted the neurosis that I didn't know was on me. And so mm. I have that like space now to see like, oh, that's possible. And, you know, now I'm back into the neurosis world of like, oh, I've got to do this. That's not happened yet. La, la, la. And so, yeah, we all have neurosis, but we have to apply badass tools. And that's what Kundalini yoga is. It's very, it works and I do it every day and it just helps to peel away all this film of crazy neurotic stuff that is in our brain, in our mind, in our consciousness, from our parents, from society. And uh, as we apply the tools, we have to apply. We can't just talk and read books, whatever. We get to have a different experience, a deeper experience of our soul starts to come come out and that's when that's when we can start to as you say you know the people that start to take action and 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 aren't it's it's because like we 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 need to do it takes a little bit of time and then we start to get some leverage and clarity of what's been going on Mm, I love that. What I think about in my own life is the past version of me. You actually met one of the past versions of me. When we first met, I was like, I was unhappily married. I I don't even, it's, I can't even, I don't know if you can, if you're like this too, Alexis, but it's like, I barely remember who I was like a few months ago, but like, you know, five, six years when I was married and the life before, I can't even, I can't even connect with the person I used to be because I've changed so much. But at that time in my life, I was always so busy. Like I, that was like, it was like a badge of honor. I'm so busy all the time. And I never had time for myself. I never had time for other people. And I never stayed around too long around other people. But the deeper piece there was like, there was a deeper fear around being fully seen as who I was because I had never really had that space and time to really see myself. And so it's like all of these ways that we show up in the world and with our purpose and these practices and Kundalini, it starts to reveal parts of ourselves. And I remember when I first did Kundalini yoga, like actually practiced it consistently. It was at one of my retreats in Bali. And I remember being like, shit, I booked this person to teach Kundalini yoga 
to this group that I'm facilitating for this week. And I effing hate this. I hated it. I was like, I am, this is the worst thing ever because I had so much like stuff to like release from my body that I hated it. And now I love it because it's not about the quick fix. It's not about doing a yoga class that feels fun in the moment. It's about what's going to make me feel better long-term and using the tools. So going back to this, like I, we don't have too much time for this conversation. I know we're going to do another episode with you. Absolutely. I'd love to hear a little bit, if you do want to take us through this process and then anything else that you feel called to share on this topic of neurosis and, you know, releasing the layers of self or or anything else you feel called to share in that arena. Wonderful. Yeah, we'll we'll do. Yes. Let's jump straight into the to the meditation. And I love what you say. I yeah, remember our conversation in Bali and it was just like it actually pissed me off because I was <laughs> like this woman is amazing and what you were telling me, I was like it, you know, I won't go into it now. It was about, you know, of the rela- relationship. I was dating someone that I, yeah, I, I, was like, I was, I was in delusionville. I was, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, Cause you know how you can't see you. So I'm just seeing you. I'm like, this woman is so, you're so radiant. You're so vital. You are so expressive. You're so grounded yet. You're shocked. He's awakened. You're so passionate. You, you, you just got it all the goods. And I'm like, who the F is this guy? I want to like punch this guy. Like, uh, you know, I was like, I learned my lesson. I I was single (laughs) for a couple of years after that. And now I'm writing a book on love, but oh my gosh, my taste and what I would settle for in relationships, like I can't even like, ugh. but yeah, keep going. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so like that, isn't it? Because, you know, you're in the muck and the mud and then you're getting lifted out and then you look back and you're just like, oh my God, I can't even believe like I was like, oh my gosh. The, you know, whatever, because yeah, we, we can't see it's like, it's well, all over. I would, so- I would love to share on that just for a moment, just to give a little back history for anyone who's like, huh, what's going on there. So I was in a relationship with someone and let's just say this person was, we, we were together for sure, but like highlighted all my insecurities. I really do believe relationships are here to teach us and help us grow and illuminate the things that we need to heal. But it was like every single red flag or deal breaker was coming up. But you know what I did? I was like questioning myself. Is this really happening? And oh, there must be something wrong with me. So I need to be better. The biggest gift of that relationship, Alexis, was I stopped identifying as my looks, as my personality, as anything that had to do with being physically human, jealousy dissolved, all of these things that used to arise in the past dissolved. And I was just like, I'm a soul and my soul no longer wants to be in relationship with that soul. Like I just made a conscious choice. It took another year after that, by the way, (laughs) to release that relationship. But it was it like that relationship, I really believe was here to teach me that I am none. I am nothing superficial that has nothing to do with what I, what I am in the world. And it allowed me to really strengthen who I was, who I am at my core. And in the dynamic, you saw something that I wasn't seeing because I was in it. And we can't see things when we're actually in it. Just to you know, reiterate what you're saying. So I love, it. I love this. Yeah. And it's this is so 
why we need real people around us and real people women who are like what the f is this who's that guy like and <laughs> not not you know that's basically what you said you were like who is this guy you're like Rah. I think you like I think you growled or something we were we were outside at the firefly <laughs> we, were, we were in in the the sauna in Bali we were in our bikinis in Bali and it was a sweaty and I was getting super fired up and you were telling me I'm like rah where is this um, you actually you actually rard <laughs> and you were like it sounds like are you and I remember seeing you and I've never at, because at the time I was surrounding myself with I still had good people in my life like I have a really good awesome core group of people but those people were a part of like a mastermind and more of what I was stepping into, but my actual core group of friends, they were in Delusionville too, in their relationships and settling and they weren't fully online. So it's like, no one had ever responded that way. Be like, Oh, like, Oh, it's probably nothing. It's probably this. And you were like, yeah. ah, yeah. <laughs> I remember looking at you and being like, this woman is like, she's crazy, but I loved it. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. Acknowledge you. What- <laughs> Thank you. This is what we're saying though, because I think, I don't know whether it's because of the practices that I'm doing and then you can, it gives you awareness. It gives you the neutral mind. You can see neutrally, you can see truth. You can weigh up, you can weigh up what's happening positively and negatively. So, so you're in the, in the, the la la land, you know, in the swamp of it, can't see clearly, which a lot of us have. And then another person who's doing a lot of practices can, and it's like just truth bombs coming out, mm-hmm. whereas other people aren't. And then it's more just, you know, glossing over it because a lot of us can't see truth and yeah. truth is not pretty. You know, life isn't pretty. Life is like you get born, there's probably blood. There's, I haven't seen a live birth, but it's like <laughs> really gruesome. Life is gruesome. Life yeah. isn't just rainbows and lollipops. It's the whole, you know, spectrum. So anyhow, we will do, I'll show you this meditation, which is so powerful. You bring your, your, it's quite an active one. So you bring your thumbs next to the sides of your head and you mm-hmm. squeeze the molars and you'll feel the bit of, bit of like muscle move. You squeeze your molars? The back of the molars, the, the teeth. Like, the like you like clench your jaw? Not strongly. You're just going to just press them and you'll feel it move there. Can you feel the muscle move just to mm-hmm. the side mm-hmm. when you're squeezing the molars. Yep. And we just chant the mantra, which is a fundamental mantra in Kundalini yoga, which is sa ta na ma. I hear it one. Sa is sun, you know, ma is moon. We're drawing on all of we activating the different energies of the universe. And we it's it's going on an angle here and out of the third eye so we're just closing the eyes and seeing the energy of the mantra coming on an angle because that's how we're going to clean the neurosis out the neurosis is is even physically in the neurons in the brain and so that's why it goes on an angle because the fastest way to change is tantric energy moving it moves on an angle if that makes sense it cuts through all the web of all the bullshit and all the clugginess in the mind. So that's what's happening. Sa, ta, na, ma. And you just close your eyes and you chant in your brain. So not out loud. You chant sa, ta, na, ma. 
And as you chant, you squeeze the molars, not strong, just, just squeezing them so you feel the kind of rewiring of the brain. You feel that muscle move and you focus. The, the important thing to know is try and see like energy, the mantra coming on an angle through the brain and out of the third eye. Sa, ta, na, ma. Squeeze the molar, squeeze the molars. Squeeze the molars, squeeze the molars. Chant in your brain, sa, ta, na, ma. Let's do a couple more times. Sa, ta, na, ma. Sa, ta, na, ma. And then to, in, to end, inhale deeply. You can squeeze the energy up by pulling the pelvic floor and your belly button in and up. This moves your kundalini. It's your life force, the most powerful energy moving through your body, moving it up your spine, and then exhale. You can do that for three minutes a day, You get three to five minutes. I just start with three, and it will really piss you off. It'll really be like, you'll be like, and then you're like, I want to stop it. That's your subconscious trying to sabotage you because it doesn't want to change. And so just, just to finish off, if it was easy, it would all just be hovering on the floor. You know, we'd be manifesting like that. We'd be in the perfect relationships. We'd have, you know, the perfect bodies and the clear minds. It takes a little bit, doesn't it? Otherwise, everyone would have everything that they wanted. So whenever you're doing a meditation or breathing and it's a little bit itchy, as Deidre said, I freaking hated it. I, you know, your stuff's going to come up. And this is like, and this is globally what's happening. The stuff's coming up. Mm. You can you can repress it. You can you can live a mediocre life. You can take your last breath, which will happen for all of us. Have a lot of regrets and be like, damn, I missed it. Or you can get in with Deidre and I and just be badass and just go for that and just face the demons, face the darkness and and it alchemizes, it releases out of us. And this is just finishing. This is what happens when you meditating and practicing bad memories from the past, a breakup, your negative attacking you of, oh, I got up too late this morning. All that stuff will is coming up. So instead of, instead of, believing it and and getting in there and oh rick did this to me and that if we can have the awareness of it's just, okay it's coming up just going to release i'm just letting it move through me I'm, I'm releasing it that that takes a little bit of takes a little bit of practicing to have that awareness i just want to say that perhaps you notice negativity comes up in the morning especially we're all going through it especially now and it's, it happens when we do the practices and you just got to let it release instead of getting into it of believing it's your reality and talking into it and, oh, this happened and that, just letting it kind of like a garbage tin, just, just releasing it. Love if that, that helps anyone because you may think, oh, there's so much negativity in me or I'm not good at it. No, it's not that. It's... It's coming up to be released. So if that is one little takeaway that helps you to just 
the last thing I'll say is keep up and you'll be kept up. This is a little quote that we have that's a lot of posted a lot of memes on Instagram. Keep up, you'll be kept up, Yogi Bijan. It's so freaking powerful. I really know what he was saying. We have to keep up. If we don't keep up with a community of people, of a real leader who's really doing the work every day, you know, not just posting memes and looking pretty on Instagram, like really doing the work, a community, a teacher, you know, like Deidre or myself or whoever, if you can find a teacher, your teacher in this lifetime, it's the biggest blessing. It's the biggest blessing. And also daily practice. Go deep in one one thing. Try not to jump around this and that, this and that. Find it, commit to it. You know, commitment is power. So I'll finish with that. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We'll definitely have to do another episode with you on it and go deeper into these practices. I usually go satanama, like my thumb to each finger. And that's something I do almost every single day. And it's one of the most powerful things I do to tune back in. So I'm going to start doing the, the position of the thumbs and everything on my face. Cause I love that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave all your information in the show notes. So definitely make sure to check out Alexis and everything that she's up to the sanctuary, which is in Australia. It's also international. She is a sister, a good friend of mine, and we will definitely dive deeper another time. So sending you all lots of love and thank you so much for listening. Mwah! thanks for having me it was awesome i really loved it we have so much fun together thanks Thanks for listening to the radically aligned show we love our community and we love that you're here spending time with us and we want to hear from you what has been your biggest insight win or aha or moment during this episode we'd love to have you join the community so come on over to facebook we have a facebook community for the radically aligned community and we'd love to hear what you're up to what your stories are what's resonating and what you want more of and if you haven't already go ahead and click subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes that drop every Thursday. And if you love the show, you love the content, please go ahead and leave a review. It would mean so much to us. Have an amazing day. Sending you lots of love. Mwah.